JoeBertigan.com, this on-the-record segment brought to you by Ken Sports, Wisconsin's largest motorsports dealer. And with me is uh, a guy who has been a Milwaukee area racing, I would call him a legend, really. Uh, Nicknamed Hacksaw, Pat Haney, uh, who raced. He did not race Cedarburg. He ran, you know, Hales Corners. He's been part of the Milwaukee racing scene for quite some time. And Pat, you told me that your racing career actually didn't start until after Cedarburg had closed and I want to say 1978, is that accurate? 79 was the last year for okay, Cedarburg. Okay, gotcha. We started, I actually started racing at the end of 81. In what class and where in, at Hales? In the sportsman division at Hales Corner Speedway and I raced there until it closed. And we raced modifieds, Hales Wales, sportsman, late model. The place had a lot of character, and I can say I was fortunate enough to call a few races there uh, in the early 90s when the Grand National class uh, came to be, and I got to call races with the late, great Tom Clipple. God bless his oh. soul. Man, what a guy. And he was awesome. He was, and the thing was, it was these, in September, there was like a triple crown we ran between the Hale Sportsman and the Chilton Grand National guys, so we're Roger Regeth, Larry Richards, all those right. guys. You might have been racing in those. They were in September always. Um, I had a wedge car back then. We raced a lot of the Hales Opens in the late 80s, and I had a wedge car. Donnie Scheffler and I put on a lot of great battles with our wedge cars. Uh, I think that was before the Grand Nationals showed up. I think they came around 91. Okay. And I was in a late model by then. So Hales Corners... The history of that place. People talk about the tree that still exists, the whole story with that. What are your best memories of Hales Corners as a driver there? You know, I hold a Hales Corners Speedway reunion every year, and we get probably two to 3,000 people. And it's just one big family still to this day. Right. And after Hales closed, I spent... Uh, Oh, what was it? Like 15, 16 years traveling all over the Midwest trying to find another Hales Corner Speedway to race at, and I didn't have any luck. And we went to tracks all over Wisconsin, dirt and asphalt, and uh, from the middle of Illinois north, and uh, a lot of cool places. Right. But nothing like Hales Corner Speedway. I think the fact that the majority of the people were from the Milwaukee area. And, and they all drank and partied in that area too. So oh, yeah. if you had a problem with a guy, you could go patch it up on a Monday or Tuesday night at a lo <laughs> local watering hole. Exactly. I mean, the place had history. I first went down there for those announcing those great national specials, and then I started going to some of the uh, uh, World of Outlaws sprint car races they'd have. I was there when Kenny Schrader showed up late. Remember that one? That was an unbelievable thing. And Tom Clipple kept playing it up and playing it up on the PA. And he had everybody on the edge of their seat. And in the end, it said that, you know, Kenny Schrader literally got pulled over on the way there. But uh, that was the day, I think he ran Indy that day, didn't he? He did. And he was running late. And I got to tell you this story. I sponsored him for tires. He did not come with the right tires. You were Buddy's racing equipment at the time, right? I was. And I bought his tires. And the deal was... He put his car in front of my shop for the whole day, and then he was supposed to sign the tires and give them back to me at the end of the night. I would dismount them. Right. So I grooved them up, and the, the crew chief gave me a, the, the proper stagger size that Kenny liked. So I got them all sized up and everything, and Kenny kicked butt, but he never signed the tires. Okay. I got the tires back. So the following year he shows up, and I wouldn't buy the tires. 
but somebody else paid for them, but they came to my shop to get them mounted. Okay. And the crew chief called me and he says, this is what I want for Stagger. Well, I must not have heard him correctly because I was off by about two and a half inches. <laughs> Kenny struggled that night. Right. Crew chief came in, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> came up to my trailer in the pits. We sold parts there. Right. And uh, after Kenny struggled in the heat, and he says, we're really having trouble getting around this place. I says, yeah, I says, I'm not so sure that I got the stagger right this time. And he goes, payback from last year, right? I said, you bet. <laughs> he remembered, didn't he? He says, good. <laughs> I told him, I says, good luck in the future. You're going to struggle there too. Right. So when you think of Hale's Corners and all the talent that had gone through there, uh, who are some of the, the biggest names in your opinion when you think of the Hales Corners history? Who are some of the drivers that you kind of put on a pedestal that really uh, earned their stripes? Obviously, Alan Kowicki racer for a brief time was known more for his asphalt stuff, but there have been a lot of names that have come through there. Alan Kowicki was a 1973 late model rookie of the year, went on to prominence. But I'll tell you what, Al Shaw, oh, yeah. Mike Mealis, Whitey Harris. And then Ross Scheffler. Ross Scheffler, 12, 13 titles at Hales Corner Speedway. Pretty much unmatched anywhere else. And went everywhere and raced. And, and won, well. usually won, yes, he yes. did. But I'm going to tell you, back in the early days of Hales, in the 60s, the Modifieds were the premier division. They raced five nights a week and had a combined point, point system. And the sportsmen raced four nights a week. And in 1965, a gentleman by the name of Frank Smith won the track championship at Hills Corner, Cedarburg, Slinger, and the Fair Park. Those four tracks were part of the point system. He repeated that in 1966. 67, 68, 69, 70, and 71. He never lost a champion, never lost a championship at any of those tracks. When did he ever sleep? <laughs> seven area titles straight and 23 straight consecutive wow. track championships i have tried to find somebody that can top that those numbers anywhere in the country i don't think you will and no. frank is still around was he at your hales corners reunion frank was at the reunion he was at the history of hales corners speedway presentation that i did he just turned 84 or five years old I got my Frank Smith story. The first time I met him and talked to him outside of racing, my job, I lived in Oak Creek for two years when I worked at the prison uh, down in Racine, and uh, I worked second shift, so I was kind of missing the race and stuff a little bit, so I'd go visit Bobby G, Bobby Gutnick in Oak hey, Creek Automotive. Good friend of mine. Very good guy, and uh, Frank Smith would pop in there and yeah. all kinds of late model guys from Hales, so I got my fix there, you know, with the Hales Corners guys living down there for a while, but uh, yeah, I mean, Talk about the closing of the track. There is, there, is it, are pretty much people over with it, or there's still some bitter feelings a little bit towards the whole deal? You know, there's people that, uh, Menards replaced the track. Right. John Menard bought property for a whole lot of money. Right. Four years earlier, you could have bought it for a fraction of that. Right. But everybody thought maybe the ground was contaminated or what the, whatever the, wouldn't get, you know, the okay from Franklin to continue a racetrack. Who knows? Bottom line is, you had your people that thought the place was not maintained, not taken care of. Problem is, the city of Franklin would tax the hell out of John anytime he made an improvement. Oh, John Cation? Yes. 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 
But I'll tell you what, a lot of people are very disappointed that it closed. We never thought it would close. No. We never thought it was going to be sold. And I'd probably still be racing there today. Right. Um, do you think we'll ever see a new short track built in the metro Milwaukee area, yeah. or is that ship sailed? It's It's gone. Long gone. Yeah. You got too many... Too many crybabies in this world. Unfortunately, you're probably right. But you stay active in the racing community. You're here tonight at Eagle River enjoying the races. I am. Uh, talk about uh, some of the other places you get to in the summer. Well, I don't I don't go to as many races as I used to. But I've been down to Wilmot, and I, I like the Dells a lot. And uh, I've been to Madison and Jefferson and Beaver Dam. So we hit about maybe 10 races a year, 10, 12. And uh, my health isn't what it used to be, so I stay a little closer to home now. Right. Pat, uh, I love the I could talk for, I could do a podcast series okay. with you. My, <laughs> my time is a little limited now, but down the road, maybe we'll do a, a whole series down the road. I, I kind of like this idea. Uh, it's good seeing you up here, and uh, uh, I, may, I have an idea for another book that we talked about. Uh, in the works, and, and and you would be a big part of that with the Hales history if we, we push love forward it, with that. All right, Pat Haney, that's Hacksaw. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the features tonight. Good seeing you, buddy. All right, you bet. Hey, Beto Bailey, who's racing here tonight, bought yeah? my dirt late model back in the early 90s. <laughs> and he's still running here. Still running.